0: So, first of all, I'm really excited about this, Alondra, because I haven't really even told you why, like, why I'm talking to, like, why I'm talking to you, why I'm planning to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just love that you was just like, yeah, girl, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to ask you, what we're going to talk about, but just being willing. And uh, that actually is the thing. And so, when I started this podcast, it was Hey Friend, and it was all about making friends with God so that you can be a better friend to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um and what I, I think in that journey, it's been two years. So in that journey, I realized that friendship—if you heal your—if you heal yourself, you will be a better friend, and that trickles down into everything else, mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. And so all the things that I ever really wanted, where I was seeking out, I realized in having conversations with people, like people that I don't just like you, people I know, just regular people. Uh, not that you're regular because you're not regular because you know what I'm saying uh-huh. Um, just <laughs> having the conversations is like these these are the wisest people I know are the people who I've seen grow up grow into themselves grow you a wife a mother when I first met like I think the first time I remember seeing you is like I remember seeing you, of course, on campus. You were a Delta. I wanted to be a Delta. So I I, I like had mental notes of who I was, you know, Deltas. But it wasn't until we took that class.
1: Skylar, I was wondering if you remembered that we had class together. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I wonder if she remembered that. Cause I don't recall us talking a whole lot in class, but I know that we had class together this
0: yes. week. Yes, because Tiara was in that class with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she and I worked together at Red Lobster.
1: Mm, so, okay.
0: that's, so I remember it, but I just remember—I I don't remember the teacher's name, but I just—I just, <laughs> mm-hmm. just remember you, you, girl. You was like ready to be Oprah. I just <laughs> remember it. And so you would get up and do your speeches and just be ready with all the things, all the diction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did no, You were—you you were
1: captivating, a captivating speaker, orator, I should say.
0: Girl, I only signed up for that class because my sneaky link was in
1: it. <laughs> See, and now I want to know. Look, now I want to know who the sneaky link is. Who was Tell me offline. <laughs> Tell me
0: That's offline. That's the only reason I signed up. I was like, you know what? I got to have three hours for that too. We could just take the class together. That's too funny. Girl, yes. That was, that was, yeah, that was why I signed up for the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I do remember that. And so it's really cool that, um, i don't know i feel like like it's like as seasons have like g- gone or grown like i've just you've been there You're like you i see you you see me and it's like hey girl you know and and that's it but i think too for me and i'm about to start talking too much so please hop in along oh, um
1: good.
0: the some i had a um I, have you ever watched the chosen series have you watched that yet okay it's good it's about jesus but it's like not like all the other stuff you've seen about jesus it's actually well written and good okay okay um but there was a part where jesus went back to nazareth to preach and i read that in the scripture but seeing it on the chosen hit different because like sometimes i feel like you go back to the places or the people that knew you then and they're not able to receive what you have and so seeing that episodes last night, I watched that episode and seeing Jesus go back to his home and the people not be able to hear the message because they like this is just Jesus. We went to school with him. We know him like he's regular. One thing that I always have loved about you is that although you have we've seen each other in these different seasons of life. I've never felt like you like, what's God gonna say to me? You know, or like what we and and I like I received that so well because what I know is that you saw that when we were in class together, just like I saw that on you when we were in class together, you know? And mm-hmm. that's why I say that people's perceptions of you is only a reflection of how how far they think they can go. Like, because you don't think anything good, because both of us from Orange man. That's the other thing, you know. So you don't think like if you think that the only people who are wise come from affluent neighborhoods or they come like if you think that that's on you because I know different. And so I like I just love and respect you for always, always seeing me as me, you know. Yeah, yeah. thank you. For, of
1: course, of course, of course. And I thank you for the same. What you just said was really girl they're speaking to me in ways that you wouldn't even imagine because that's how I feel lately mm-hmm. you just made the you know the comparison to Oprah or whatever and if if you know me you know that that was what I was on back then mm-hmm. and it's such an interesting journey for me now having navigated from that and being in this space of you know what I do mm-hmm. and I want to go into it yet if we not at at that point but I feel so different from that person and it feels scary a little bit to feel like people not going to be open to this new version of me you know or hard to receive and I don't even want to say new version because this it's always been there but it's the one in the forefront now it's the one that I'm letting you know this is what we doing with life right now yes and girl yeah it's just it's scary to think that You may not be as well received as you once were because you're in a different on a different path. So just saying that, and you know what you just said, like yeah, girl, it just spoke to me. It really did just speak to me, and I appreciate you
0: for this. Is so good because this all can go out the window (laughs) because the whole point is that you can like if you have conversation, open conversation with the people you already know. Not only will you learn something, but you will get something for yourself like and you will teach them something and girl like that whole point of like that scary that scary journey of because you you went to college with me so you know like I I girl the the first year that I like started like posting comes I'm like I know it's people that's like not Scott not the way she used to be not the way not the way she used to be laid up then she used to mess with And that gets, and the enemy wants us to have that at the forefront because if you think about everything that somebody else could say about why you shouldn't be in the position you're in, or this new version, oh, she's trying to do this and she being this. What people, what people don't understand, or those people, not people, but people who think like that, what they don't understand is that all of that prepares you for where you're going. Mm -hmm. So, like your. Because, like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, you're you're in the mental health field like you're a therapist, right? Yes, mm-hmm. okay, is that the title that you call yourself like uh-huh. Psychotherapist,
1: oh, okay. you can say counselor, a lot of the times
0: the term is interchangeable, but okay. Yeah. okay, so when you were in voice addiction class. And you had that Oprah, like, I'm going to be a host at the forefront of your mind. You were learning how to visualize. You were learning how to get up and do and move like you see it, even though you don't see it. And I want a therapist that knows how to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And in the same way, I like I I had a therapist for three years. I ended up breaking over up her. I loved her, but I just, I broke up with my therapist in a good way. We were healthy when we broke up. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I can remember... There was a moment where i like shared something and I just remember thinking like she don't get this like she don't she don't get this because maybe she got it right the first time or maybe and so the idea of somebody going in, of you help me Lord you walking in into a room to counsel somebody and all of those past versions of you they don't sit outside in the parking lot in the car they go with you as you sit, as you listen and as you serve in in the position that you're in and people who again people who see you will always see that Mm -hmm. um and so okay so let me ask you this then that version of you right college version of you like what do you believe she would be the most proud of or surprised like pleasantly surprised by excited about this version of you
1: oh let me i'm I'm gonna stick with it because i want to i want to answer thoroughly what would she be the
0: most proud of or what was she looking forward to oh
1: she was she was looking forward to being on tv
0: yeah yeah
1: she was looking forward to being on TV, um being something, being significant in the entertainment field. That's what that's what she was going after. And if I can and still answer the question mm-hmm. that you asked, she would be most proud that I remained flexible. That mm. I discovered that I was flexible, that I was more than just that, because of the journey basically because of the journey and how it ended Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really foresee it ending the way that it did for me and when I say this it's not a whole it's not a dramatic story it's really as as much as I just found that I realized that I wasn't passionate about it anymore yes and the reasoning why is because I just realized getting further into the entertainment industry meeting the people that work there my soul my spirit wasn't Mm. aligned there mm-hmm. and I felt stifled and I felt like I was going to be having to do a lot of who I wasn't mm-hmm. and that's how I was like I can't do that I can't do that yeah
0: yeah
1: I wrestled with well am I quitting are you a quitter or is it just time to pivot and I I stayed in that space for a while because you know when I was talking to my mom about it and she was like no you're supposed to be on tv and I'm like I don't know mom it's not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not it's not clicking anymore and one thing another thing that she would be proud of is that I learned myself enough to know enough to trust the voice that said "Time mm-hmm. to do something different because that same voice is the one that said go for the one six and park or do it just do it yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah right. it was that same person and so or that same voice, so I trusted it, girl. Not even knowing what would what would happen, it just said, "Just do it." Mm-hmm. I did, and things came of it. Things started to move. So that same voice, when it came to, was like, "It's time to do something else."
0: Yeah, I
1: was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And of course, I know that was the voice of God, and the Holy Spirit, and all of that. Um, especially in hindsight, but but yeah. So just she would be proud that I. Trusted that still in this new journey that yeah. I taken that same thing with me. So mm. just, I hope it went too long of a no.
0: It that was perfect because you you said like you asked yourself like am I a quitter? And the beautiful thing is you didn't quit on your why, right? Like the reason that like that feeling deep inside of you that you feel when you young they say like i'm supposed to be on tv like i'm like i'm supposed that is never a wrong feeling and god is so good because hold on because i don't want to forget this um god is so good that in him teaching him showing you that about yourself help me lord him showing you that about yourself and you're like okay i want to do this i I know i want to be on tv we we naturally try to do it the way that we've seen it and so like for me I study Oprah's career. When I was 15, I read that little biography that somebody wrote about her, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get a job in the news. Once I get a job in the news, then I'll be a reporter, and I will make such an imp- impression that I'm going to get a morning talk show in my local news, and then once I get that, they're going to put me on the real news. Like, yeah. in my mind, that was how it was supposed to work. It goes
1: like this. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. this makes sense. <laughs> what I didn't realize, and what I see now in hindsight, what you see now is that that dream, that feeling that you felt, she wasn't wrong, right? Like that, I, I believe that what you wanted to be when you were a child is the purest form of, of what you feel led to do. Because when you're making that decision as a kid, you're not making a decision about money. You're not making that decision about where you want to live. You are making a decision based off of what you feel inside that you are supposed to do. What happens though is when we align that, when we align ourselves with God's will, which is what you did by saying, no, not right now with this, God will show you your why so that when that time comes, you got something to say. Mm hmm, girl. And so I think like I I wanted a talk show when I was 22. What was I going to talk about at 22? (laughs) But what? I didn't know nothing. I would have took the wrong opportunities. I would have had no discernment to tell who I could trust and who I couldn't trust. And my show would have been off the air, girl, in two years. Or I would have been strung out somewhere. Just not ready for it. Yeah. Not ready for it. And so what I, what I believe is so, what well, not believe, what I feel so excited about in people's lives is when they detach from their expectations and the way it's supposed to happen. And they just say, okay, God, I'm going to do what you want me to do. But then they take the time to get back in touch with the things that fill them up, the things that make them happy, serving other people. All of that is God giving you your why. And so when that time comes, God's like, I can trust you with this now. Because I put so much inside of you. You think about it. Now you, you. I remember when you, uh, because wasn't it like a week of 106 Apart, the audition, or was it one day? So
1: for me, it was just one. So they had a whole thing and it lasted for probably a few weeks and they had different guest hosts you know for that time period and i just had a day
0: okay so yeah and so that's like god giving you a preview for you to just go out to the set and get mic'd up like okay i get used to this this how this happens okay he gave you that one day and it's like okay god this was this is nice man the next time god gives you a moment on the show the wisdom that you're gonna have, the and even the little things, right? Where God is like, now I can put you on the show and you know what hairstyle you're gonna wear. You know what colors you look good in. It's the little things where God's like, yeah, now, now I know what songs to sing. If somebody, if Beyoncé coming here and say, sing me a song, what? I know what I'm finna bust out singing. <laughs> it ain't gonna be none of them songs I would. I know what I say on the best song. And so I love that. Your younger self would be most proud of that flexibility because it's the key to everything, it's the key to figuring out the part. Mm-hmm. And I wish and I always say I wish somebody would have told us this, but people did tell us. Yeah. Like, girl, take your time, girl. Take your you're like, I don't have time. What do you mean? Right. And right. Now
1: we're telling them. Yeah, but taking time just looks different for everybody. Yes. And then what you realize is you don't intentionally take the time, it just happens. Hindsight.
0: Yeah. It was all. Yes.
1: Because everything in the moment feels so hurry up. And looking back on it, God did a lot of slowing down. Mm-hmm. Even though me and my own, you know, ambitions and all of that I, I was still I was feeling rushed. Mm-hmm. But God like you gonna you're gonna slow it down whether whether you like it or not and, and the time will be taken whether you know it or not. And to speak to when you said I'll be back you know, whenever I'm back on a, a platform or whatever, I feel like that right here.
0: Mm. Which, Girl. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because when you asked me, I was like, okay, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. When I sat with, I'm like, wow, like this is gonna be the first time that I'm showing up talking about something different, not being different. Cause I'm I'm still the same, you know. yeah, yeah. Essentially, but right, right. But talking about this new thing, Mm -hmm. who I am now, all of that, I feel like this is the moment because I feel wiser than ever. All that, just to your point, girl, that's how I feel. Like I got some stuff to say.
0: Yes,
1: yeah. Whereas before, you know, I was reporting other people's stuff. Like it was entertainment. I'm, you know, and it was cute. I. Mm Because that that journey got me and taught me so much. So I ain't downplaying it. But it's a different thing when you're able to speak about your own experiences and Mm -hmm. really believe that they have something to offer other people. So yeah, girl, thank you for girl, thank you for inviting me here. Cause it, it it just feels good. It feels
0: divine. It does. Yeah. No. And even in girl. Everybody that I, not everybody, but you know, I don't like to talk to people that don't have nothing to say. So everybody I've been talking to <laughs> is like super excited about like their new chapter, whatever that is. Like, what are you looking most forward to for this version of Alondra? Like, what are you looking most forward to?
1: I'm looking the most forward to growing my practice, being the best therapist that I can be serving God's people the best way that I can, what he's equipped me with and really just nurturing that mm-hmm. growth, whatever that looks like. And honestly, what I've been feeling led to do is to be more public facing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because what I realized is that this journey, the, the journey of me going into therapy has been more of a intimate one. Whereas The previous one was, you know, I'm out in the public and you're going to see me because I got to be on stage. I got to be on the nose. You saw me in voice and diction class trying to get the voice and diction. You see the journey.
0: Yeah. You
1: can validate the journey. But for this one, it's a lot more, you know, it's more hidden, you Mm know? I didn't make an announcement when I decided to go to grad school and I was a new mom. I wasn't doing all that, you know, posting and stuff. So just all of it has been me being... I don't want to say a cave because it feels too secluded, but that's the best analogy I got. Me, me yeah. being a cave with this thing mm-hmm. and working on it and praying on it, and a lot of it is personal experiences. So it's been a lot of me facing sadness, anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. like for me mm-hmm. to have a personal experience to what the people I'm helping are dealing with and so yeah girl it's been real internal and so I've been so used I say that to say I've been real comfortable not being forward-facing
0: yeah
1: so now that I'm getting that, that called and saying all right it's time all right
0: yeah.
1: Time about that. I'm mm-hmm. I it's yeah I'm
0: scared
1: I am scared present day yeah I've been find, trying to find any excuse to just procrastinate and I, I made a post about procrastination recently but
0: um yeah, I'm girl. All, and he slapped me in the face because I'd be doing, it. yeah.
1: <laughs> like, but but this is where I am with it. And It's like, okay, it's time to put it out there. Like we've been working on it long enough together, me and God. You know, yeah. So I'm looking mm. forward to I'm looking forward to what it looks like to be in this space publicly. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. You looking forward to coming out of your cocoon? Yeah. Hmm.
1: I'm
0: looking forward to spreading my wings. And yes. Butterfly, shout out to my right yes. here. Yes. yes, yes. I you know I be outside. I love the trails. Mm-hmm. And I love butterflies, but I noticed that some of them are like really big and beautiful. And like some they don't be, uh, I ain't ever seen an ugly butterfly, but some of them do be like big. And so mm-hmm. I looked, I one day I'm walking down the trail and I Googled, I was like, um, how long does a butterfly stay in a cocoon? Mm-hmm. And it said, anywhere from 10 days to seven years hmm. first of all that seemed like a very unfair range if you think about it right if i'm a butterfly and i saw my homie come out in 10 days
1: now what you how you get out the cocoon
0: so early how yeah? you get out the cocoon so fast from 10 days to seven years and so that first that first taught me that there is a range like your isolation season with god it's a range. Some people, they only be there. Daniel was only in the Lions den for what? I think it was like a night, one night I think he spent there. Um, mm-hmm. But then you have, uh, look, I'm about to mess up with somebody. No, Daniel was in the line. Girl, yeah, Daniel was in the Lions den for a night. I don't know. I'm probably about to get that wrong. I'm sure but somebody. I don't, I don't even want to add input because I don't know how to lose it. <laughs> I never do came out, Praise God. But go ahead. <laughs> but. There are people who experience isolation seasons. The, the Israelites wandered through the, year, through the uh, wilderness for 40 years. So mm-hmm. there's different seasons for different people. But how crazy would it be if we, if we walked by a cocoon and saw this beautiful butterfly in it, scared to come out? Mm-hmm. You was in there. You, you felt your transformation. You saw your transformation. You know what that transformation was for you. You know who was with you in that transformation. And so being scared to come out, the only, thank you, Lord, the only reason that we would be afraid to come out of that cocoon. And I know because it I did not want to come out of mine. And even now, sometimes I'll post something and then just get away from my phone because I'm like, if I look at it, I'm going to delete it. I'm going to feel forget like I'm saying too much. I'm just going to sit it there and set it and forget it. Because... We know who was with us in the cocoon. The only reason we would ever be afraid of what's outside of it is the the human beings outside of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the only, uh, the only person who could say, Oh, look at that ugly ugly butterfly. is somebody who would never be able to endure a cocoon season in the first place. Mm -hmm. Somebody who was never meant to really behold that beauty in the first place because like we said at the beginning of this conversation, who you were has always been there. And anybody who loves you wants a refined, birth, wants you to be the best version you can be, and so they they with you through every stage of refinement. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, she used to be like my friends, that they know I'm Sky is not gonna go to the club with you. I love you. Now you can come to my house. We might cut on some music and I might shake it, but I'm not going to the club with you. Not because I don't think that I should dance a little bit, but because I don't know what all the energy is in there, and I don't want to be around it. And anybody who loves me is gonna say, you know what? Yeah, I, I respect you for that even if they still want to go. And so, but the reason, the only reason that you would feel that feeling of fear, because the Bible tells us God, God does not give us fear. So if we feel fear, we know who it's wrong. And the only reason that the enemy would have, would want you to feel fear is because he knows that if you get bold about all that you've experienced in that cocoon, if you get bold about all that you've learned as you, navigated these different versions and, and, and journeys of your life. If you get bored about that, there are so many people's healing that's attached to that. And he doesn't want to let that happen. And so every single time that you feel afraid, right? Every single time that you that you like, this post look crazy. The post I posted yesterday, I really almost deleted it twice. Um mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like it was too much and I'm like, I'm getting too preachy. And what if I'm t- what if I'm preaching to people too much and you know and all of the things it's like of course the devil wants me to think that Mm -hmm. of course he wants you to think that you look and sound crazy Mm -hmm.
1: girl to your point because i was gonna go into that next to your point i have obviously assessed that it's imposter syndrome but for me it's less mental and more spiritual Mm. and god literally recently poured into my spirit because again i'm scared but that don't mean i ain't gonna do it I'm going to pop out. You're
0: going to do it scared. Yeah. I'm
1: going to do it scared. I'm going to do it scared. But recently, God pointed to my spirit that the imposter syndrome, if you if you say you love me and you say you believe me and you know that I'm real, mm-hmm. then who are you to question the calling that I have over your life? Mm-hmm. If you questioning that and then you calling that and saying who you are as an imposter, mm-hmm. then you're saying that you can't trust me, mm-hmm. You're saying that I'm an imposter of a God. Yeah. And I had to see with it. Mm. I'm like, Because this calling is just as real as you believe that I am. Yes. What I heard God saying, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, God, you're right. Mm-hmm. I do believe in you. Mm hmm. And truthfully. And if that is true, I have to operate in this calling, this space, this gift yes. fully and fiercely. Without fear. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah, girl, that that literally poured into me. Like so again, it was it was just less because obviously I don't I'm going to be able to rationalize a lot because of the profession that I'm in. So mm. oh, it's not safe for me to sit on the mental side. Yeah. God gotta make it spiritual for me because yeah. I just think it away. Yeah. You know, you know, because people be, oh yeah, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. You, I'm gonna need you to go a little bit deeper with yes. it. If you claim imposter syndrome, then you saying I'm an imposter. Yeah. I can't yeah. have you out there doing it. Yeah. So, so when he said that to me, that's when I really was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. I'm I'm gonna put I'ma put myself out there. How exactly right now? I don't know. I've been taking notes and doing all the things. I'm doing the work. Mm-hmm. But that's what it was. I, I cannot claim imposter syndrome without inadvertently claiming that God is an imposter too. Yeah. I don't do nothing fake. Yeah. So yeah, girl,
0: this this what came to me. And I just I think you just I think God just showed you how you supposed to get out there because in that one 30 second imposter syndrome breakdown. But see this is why I also this is a, another reason I broke up with my therapist. My therapist wasn't a Christian. And mm-hmm. what I realized is that as I started our, like speaking things from a spiritual space of me saying, yeah, but God, like, obviously God don't want me to go that way. She's like, well, why do you feel like God is saying that? Like, you know, and I realized like, oh, we're not on the same page because we're not in the same book, you know? And so I think that people need therapists who get it in that way. Um, But the way you just broke down that imposter syndrome and connect and did that bridge between the mental and spiritual, that's a gift. Right. Like that's a way that I've like, I've, I've never thought about thought about the the true mental medical psychological terms and breaking them down and figuring them out. Like, what does God say about that? Because yeah, God doesn't say that imposter syndrome is not real, but this is, this is what he says about why you're feeling that girl, just that clip, that, that little clip alone.
1: Right. Right
0: like change in people's lives.
1: And to take it just a little bit deeper, what imposter syndrome basically is is you want invalidation from the people mm-hmm. that we're afraid of. But God says, I'm the validator.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't care if nobody ever sings your praises. I told you know what I told you when you were in your room. Yes,
0: you yes.
1: For direction, you know, because you prayed. We had this conversation. Now now you want to act all, you know, brain. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't God ain't got time for yes. no imposter syndrome, who claims to believe in him, no. That's the thing. Like, okay, who you want? You want them to validate you? I can, I can free you up to them if you want. Yeah,
0: them. and you'll always be searching, looking over your shoulder, to trying to do something different because you need to do what they want you to do. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's girl.
1: Girl. See.
0: So, this, this is why people gotta people gotta just stop. You just gotta stop and have a conversation. Yeah. Because I this is this this is so good. Girl. Wow. Yeah, imposter syndrome is—it's uh, kind of like the new toxic or narcissist. Like I hear it everywhere, like everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow! 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 Coming out that cocoon, girl, it's something else. But it's this is why? This is why? Mm-hmm.
1: it's why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So, so yeah. that has been the whole thing with it, and me coming, coming into this space. Because yeah, I just felt like I didn't know how to show up Mm -hmm. in this space, you know, and do it authentically. Because one thing about me, I can't do nothing that feels inauthentic. I've been looking at all these other, you know, therapists' content and all this and not really seeing myself. I'm like, yeah, I don't talk like this. And when you feel that ain't me, you know that way. So it's also I'm praying to God about the blueprint too. Mm -hmm. How do I show up? Authentically, me where it resonates with people and it translates the way I want it to and not cookie cutter. Yeah. Because, you know, as we know, what happened in 2020 was that mental health really became huge as a result mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I went to school in 2018, had no idea that this was going to be that's why God is real intentional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to be the thing. And even the story of how I came into therapy as it is for me itself is is it's more i say intentional on god's head and if you want this so i can tell you okay. or whatever. but girl where was i going with it see this would be happening just the
0: authenticity in the blueprint
1: yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't know what it was gonna look like. it's still present so people basically i say that to say once it became popular you know Society hops on things that are popular and, and give you just like we saw. It, it's supposed to look like this. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing that that's what it's turning into. Mm-hmm. You want to be believed as a therapist? You got to show up like this, and you got to wear a head wrap, and you got to wear earth tone color. You know what I'm saying? They got mm-hmm. a a cookie cutter or believable therapist. But I'm already knowing that yeah, that that trajectory ain't gonna work for me. I know this because of my previous journey. Yes. Yeah, yes. Like, I already know that, so I got to. Yes. I don't have to do that but how Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sitting with that too right now and just yeah praying to God over there just giving me the direction the blueprint to for my own how I'm going to show up authentically without looking or sounding like anybody else because if you you'll be able to clock that I ain't I ain't yes Yes. Yes. yeah I ain't trying trying to have nobody (laughs) yes I ain't trying to show up like that. So, so yeah, girl, that's 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 another piece of it too. Um, that that leads to the, what lends itself to the procrastination of it all, you know. So it's fear, and then also not really knowing right now. And again, like just girl, you giving me the we we gonna do we we'll talk about it on the side. Let's let this is this is for you. Two
0: two questions at the end of the night to ask yourself like for the next week, and you for that blueprint. First one is um, when, like the moments that you feel like I'm doing, like I just did exactly what I was supposed to be doing and they hurt, like, and like, think of those, write down what those moments are and the moments where you talking to anybody, whether it's your kid, anybody, Mm -hmm. and you think they heard me, they got it, Mm -hmm. think on that too, because I saw um, a tweet the other day that said uh, the future of social media is not influencers, it's educators. And I kind of sat with that for a while because I was like, is it? Then I thought about it and it is like the, the influencers that I follow, that I enjoy are teaching me something. And so if I want to stay authentic in my teaching, then every time I have a moment where I'm just going through my life, and somebody understood and grasped what I was teaching, that to me is a piece of my blueprint. And so something that I know is that my friends listen to me less when I'm just telling them what they need to do. Like you need to do this. You need, my friends do not listen to me. So I, I cannot get on social media talking about here's three things y'all are doing wrong. Cause nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. 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 You know. And so me learning like, okay, People like me, me learning what me figuring out what my blueprint was has come in the moments where I'm like, I just did exactly what I was supposed to be doing and they got it. What was happening there? Those are your those are your sweet spot moments. Because I could tell you this conversation right here, did like there there's about five things you can say, Alondra, that could like could absolutely be viral, TikToks and reels. Not because, yeah, you cute, but like not just because of you and the look or whatever the aesthetic is that cook because I feel that because real estate, they like you gotta walk around a house and nobody's gonna want to buy a house from you if you don't get on, tell them the interest rates every day. I know it, but I don't you can ask me, but that ain't what I want to talk to you about. You know what I mean? Um, And so you already giving yourself and then being willing to be used by God, that's gonna always be your blueprint. That's going to always be a blueprint because I'm telling you that imposter syndrome, you don't even know what you just gave me. I started my Bible study officially starts tonight and mm-hmm. I've I've led this Bible study before, but only with my friends. And it's 86 people signed up so far and I only know 10 of them. And mm-hmm. it's kind of scary to think like that. I'm going to be logging on and saying, y'all, this is like we I'm in charge and this is this and this is what we're going to do. That's a scary feeling because that's a scary feeling. Yeah. And you just spoke to me with that imposter syndrome and saying where God is like, you think I would give you all these people and not equip you. You must think I'm playing. You think I'm a joke. And so (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) Just just use the laundry to get me together. But what that just gave me, like, I want everybody else, everybody else to get there too. And so like, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new journey. And I know I asked you what you most excited about. Yourself, but i'm excited for the world to get a somebody who is passionate about mental health passionate about people seeing themselves the way that god sees them mm-hmm. because if they're if they're if we all just focus on if we would all do the thing that fuels us up right that just really just gets us going and we would do it so that God can get the glory and so that other people can see them the way, see themselves the way he sees them, the world would really be a better place, as cliche as that sounds. And so, like, I love that you, I love that you are venturing into that. And so, so that when you get your show on whatever network it's on, with your syndication and all of the things, we will be able to, when I come and sit on your couch, on your show, and I get mic'd up, we will say, like, girl, like the (laughs) trajectory, But right, look,
1: you know girl I receive I receive that more than you know, girl, oh girl, thank you so much. thank
0: you for both of us for both yeah. of girl, come on listen I cause I got big plans, I'm like, God, okay, you keep saying think big <laughs> get ready because I'm thinking there,
1: and you know what i I think that's another thing that I'm actually struggling with. Mm. Is how big I can think with this. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, previously, you know, the sky was the limit. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, but you just spoke that into me. So, it, like, literally, it's just, I'm realizing as you're talking what I've been wrestling with and how all I have to do is just do it. Like, mm-hmm. I could have a show, huh? I could have a show and still be talking about mental health, you know, and still be. In the forefront and still be able to, you know, entertain, but in a way that's significant.
0: Yes, yes. As as the surface level, girl. In, in a way where you coming out, say every day getting demarked, and you like, I just did exactly what I was supposed to do, and they got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. They got
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Got it. Yep. yeah. girl. Oh, well, shoot, with that, I'm I'm gonna aim for a show to you. I'm you a, put
0: it, for you real.
1: Know, get back out there, cause I. I refuse to believe that that season of my life happened for no reason. You know, yeah. although I'm taking a lot from it, mm-hmm. I still feel like it was a to be continued type of thing. Yes. Yes. In that space, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, national television, me, a girl from Orange Mound, Memphis, Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Still to this day, I can't believe that that was me. So it's like, yeah, that that happened for a very
0: specific reason. God is good because you're the only person that understands. I, I you're the only person that understands that feeling. And yeah. I, like, I being on the Voice was that for me. Yeah, being on the Voice felt like a preview. Like if when I was on it and it was a no, it felt like the end of the world. Now it feels like a preview where God is saying, I wanted you to see yourself on a stage. I wanted you to see yourself on the TV. I wanted you to see yourself. Now that I'm gonna give you your why and your reason, when you go back, not to the voice, but when you are back on a stage and you are back, whatever that looks like, you will know then that I was there, that I was there. And what I realized is that I wasn't in a space then where I would give God where I was ready to get, get the yes and give God the glory. Because I was ready to get everybody else's yes. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now that God has used life to put our eyes back on him, he's like, oh, you really ain't saying nothing yet. Now? Oh, you, you thought you wanted that show? You thought you wanted that? Yes, I'm about to blow your mind because now your eyes are on the right thing. That yeah that that unlocking is such a key into and, and such a gift and so many people don't get that until they are almost leaving this world. Yeah. They realize the most important thing was always whatever God's business was that he wanted you to do.
1: Mhm. Girl, to your point. I realized so like you say in the moment it it just feels like so I didn't get a no to my face. Mhm. God bless it. But <laughs> it's still... <the, girl, laughs> But it's still, nothing came of that. You know, it was a huge moment. You know what it's like. Like, dang, I'm on national TV. The, the city this is me. it. This is it. Like, look, what we say, girl? <laughs> it has to be up from, yeah. you know, up from here. And so when it did not manifest into anything, when I came home back to Memphis and started working at Abercrombie and that was my life, I was like, what the heck is this for? What was that even for? Hmm. Still... I realized, girl, and this is for me and you, God did that for us specifically so that we won't turn our views outward. We've
0: reached really high
1: peaks that people have only- People would
0: talk about that for the rest of their life and never try nothing else.
1: Yep. Yep. And other people will never want to be on national TV, probably deserve to be there mm-hmm. and will never experience it. And I think God did that intentionally because it's like, I don't ever want you looking outward. I want you to know that you are capable, yes. more than capable of, of achieving great things. You didn't even foresee it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we can be our own standard. Yes, Keep us focus on us and I think that that's really intentional because God wants us to be very introspective people, yes, to be able to give out to the world like how you do with hey friend, like it's it's um, real intentional that he did that It's like, I need you to pay attention to you and me, mm-hmm. but you you don't have the you are capable. you have yes. done amazing things, things that you didn't even realize. So it's like when we can be our own pinnacle. I'm literally my own pinnacle, <laughs> like in,
0: I guess in a, pro, a professional. No, I feel you. Like it ain't no, like I don't have Oprah dreams no more. You know what I mean? I, my dream now is sky dreams.
1: Right. Yes. I want to I get back there. I, yes. I know what that feels like to get that call to be like, yeah, it's you. We want you. Mm hmm. It blew out, you know what I'm saying? And-
0: <laughs> right. Send me my flight itinerary. Okay,
1: oh come on. So the girl, like, all of that, and it's just like, yeah, you don't have any reason to covet anybody else's blessings. Yes. You don't have any reason to follow anybody else's life plan. You've been there. You've done the work. You prayed in me. You took me with you, and I want you to stay there mm-hmm. and pay attention to yourself alone wherever I take you. Mm-hmm. you can know what you're experiencing with me yes. and in yourself so you can give it back to other people so yeah girl that's that's what I realized like yeah. once I, I grabbed that was something I prayed about because it was kind of embarrassing mm-hmm. a little bit to come back home and folks would be like well what happened what you're doing next what's going on what you're doing now that question so what you doing now
0: yeah working <laughs> Uh, my new answer is mine and the father's business <laughs> girl <laughs> see, I wish I had it I
1: wish I had that back then because that question told me up I was embarrassed girl. to not be able to say that I'm working in the entertainment field you know what I'm saying I was embarrassed to say I hadn't been you know working on a tv show or whatever like yeah but now mm-hmm. I can confidently say that you mm-hmm. know yes have had me do but yeah so it, it just took a lot of praying for revelation around it because I was so confused and and discouraged mm-hmm. that that was such girl an interesting time in my life because mm-hmm. it was very high high and then met with low lows mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm
0: okay <laughs> so everybody around you was like mm. you know you can you you feel like everybody around you was like see she went up there and did all that and she back you know yep. She, yep. that's how I like and but but you say you felt discouraged you felt confused and those feelings are what a part of now you speak to the people who feel that way mm-hmm. you know that god is good and like this is good and i know we gotta we got time but we don't have time but I want to close it with saying, like, to the people who are listening to this, um, this is why it is so important to take a second and enjoy the slowdown, because in that season, you will have so many conversations where God will speak to you through the people that he he leads you to have conversation with. And so I know like I was always really guilty about like, especially like maybe 2021 where I'm like trying to build my platform because I'm still trying to, I'm on the BET wave. I was like, I'm going to give me a BET talk show, a nighttime show. Um, <laughs> but uh, all of this 2020 that I was doing that year, I wasn't I wasn't picking up my phone, having conversations. And guess what? My content, I had no real content because I had no real substance for it what to share with people, what people needed. People will call me and I'm like, I got to call you back, girl, I'm filming something. And I'm not on the phone. And this is why when you stop and you have a conversation you will get so much wisdom in the people around you. And so, hey, friend, now in this season, is not just about me talking to the people listening. It is about me stopping and literally saying, hey, friend, to the people that I already know, because I know that God has something, not just for me in that conversation, but he has something for the listeners. He has something for the viewers, but he also has something for that person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to pray us out. Unless you want to pray?
1: No,
0: you can you had a girl. Okay. Um, hey God, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment, God. Thank you for this conversation. Lord, I ask that you will cover Alondra, God, cover her, God, in her new, in her new journey, God, of just walking in who you are calling her to be, God. I thank you in advance for every single person that's going to be on the other side of her screen, God, or sitting across from her, God, taking in the wisdom that you impart to her, God. I thank you for her gift. I thank you for her being on this show, God. And I thank you for every single single person listening. And God, if there's somebody listening, God, who is struggling with not knowing who they are, not knowing how to walk in the call that you have for their life. God, I ask that you would put friends in their lives for them to stop and have a conversation with. For we know that you will always show up. I thank you, Lord, and I love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Girl,
0: thank you. Before we go, I
1: would you mind if I did a little shameless plug?
0: No, uh-uh, plug.
1: Okay, for anybody that's a Georgia resident that's watching or listening to this. I am a licensed associate professional counselor here in the state of Georgia. I'm doing virtual counseling only. If you are looking for a therapist, I am accepting new clients. You can find me at alondra, alondragivers.squarespace.com. That's my website. Email me at alondra at com. You can find me find me there. So animal. yeah, give a little plug.
0: I'm going to make sure I put that on a
1: little thing. Okay, I'm going to text it to you because I don't know if I said it right. A laundry, give that Squarespace. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. send it to me just in case. Okay. okay. That way I can make sure I type it up right. But, girl, thank you for this for real. This was so good.
1: Oh, thank you, girl. Thank you. This blessed me so much. Yes. Thank you, girl.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll talk to you. <laughs> okay, girl. Bye bye.